Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. All right, boys, today we're talking about the fact that if you have a dream car, you're probably a pussy. This thought came to me, I was in the kitchen, it just randomly popped up of how there's this concept, I don't know how you'd explain it, but there's like this global personality of men who have this dream card that they like look up to. And it just hit me, I was like, oh yeah, that's like the male virgin. <laughs> that's like virgin, that's the male version of like the crazy woman who says that she's wanted to get married since she was five years old. Or like the horse lady who like really, really likes horses or something. It's You've been sold this fucking like, you, you've got to understand what's happening to these people, probably happening to you. If you've got this dream car in your mind, like, you could say it right now. It's this, I don't know cars. I'll be completely honest. I don't drive. I don't know anything about fucking cars. I know there's, like, an exhaust system and, like, wheels. Like, I, I don't know about people telling me, oh, it's got a 360,000 power exhaust and the Mercedes. I don't know. What the fuck are you speaking about, bro? Do I look like a, like a pussy to you? What the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, you've got to understand why it's in your mind. And once you understand it, you're going to start to get a little bit pissed off at the world and you're going to start to think like, shit, like, I swear that having this in my mind has literally made my dick smaller all these years. Since you've been a boy, you've seen these adverts on TV. This is where it's come from. You've got, like, brainwashed by the fucking capitalistic, materialistic society around you. You've been a boy, you've been watching these little stupid-ass adverts on TV where the guy drives the nice car and the, 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 the lady's looking at him and the other guys, like, turn their heads to look at him. You saw that and you ingrained it in your mind like, oh yes, people will finally love me if I've got the car. And that stayed in your mind for so long that it's so truly ingrained that now you actually know the exact model and make of the car that you want. Because you just want some random guy on the street to like turn his head to look at you and that like, that's enough for, for you. Chris from First Man has like a fantastic way of explaining this where he says that as men, like, you only get a couple of good opportunities in your entire life to, like, do something good. You only get, like, a couple of moments where you have, like, a huge lump sum in your bank account that you can do something with. That you've got, like, a good amount of money. And obviously, it's relative, right? So, maybe you're 16 and you've got, like, a £1,000, £2,000. Maybe you're 18, you've got £5,000. Maybe you're, like, 25, you've got 10, 50000 you know? But it's all relative. We have moments where a lot of us have, like, a chunk of good money in our accounts. 
and every single guy seems to just get a fucking car on finance. Like still to this day, like bro, like I see, right, I moved back home, you know my story from my main channel, I moved back home into Warrington and I see people that I know. And they're nice people, so you know, maybe they're watching this, I don't want to insult them specifically. But this is the type of shit that, to be honest, I'd say it to their face. I didn't exactly, because I didn't just want to meet someone for the first time in years and insult them. But it's happened now with two different guys that I can think of, and I'm sure there's more, where I'll meet them and it's like, they've got this like pretty fancy car, and it's, you know, it's nice, it's this sense of like, oh, like, you know, my car. So I ask him, like, I'm always curious, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, how much was it? And he's like, oh, it's really good, mate. It's like, it's a, it's X amount, I don't know how much they said, like, thousands that they had to pay up front. And now I only have to pay, like, 300 quid a month for the next four, five, six years. Okay, so you're telling me that you have just stole money from your future self. for a car that you can't afford right now. No, 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 no. If you have to get it on finance, if you have to put yourself in debt to buy something, you can't buy it. You can't afford it. You're stealing money from your future self to afford it. What the fuck? Now, I'm not gonna lie, like sometimes debt can be okay. For a mortgage, for example, it's kind of like assumed you're gonna get a house for mortgage for 99% of people. Understandable. But for a car, What's happening with these guys that I'm seeing is that they want a car that's better than what they deserve. If you can't buy it outright, you don't deserve it. If this car is, I don't know how much cars are, right? Like good car, I assume like shitty cars, like a thousand, two thousand. These cars, like they looked kind of like new and uh, I don't know, Ford or BMW, I don't know, bro. But I'm assuming, okay, let's say they're 5,000 pounds, 10,000 pounds. That's probably reasonable. If you don't have that much in your account to buy it, you can't afford it. This idea of getting it onto finance, like you don't want to go down that route. Maybe there's some people watching this and maybe they could put it below, but it's like, you have not seen the other fucking side of that when people miss their payments and they're like stressed the fuck out now that they've got a car on finance. I worked in a fucking car finance customer service. I worked in the complaints department. These are people working, you're normal fucking people, right? Normal jobs and everything. They get a car on finance or on debt from our company and then start calling up the complaints because the cars broke down and they still have to pay every month. I'm paying every month. Like it was the same fucking sentence. So many of them would say, and it was so fucking sad. I'm paying every month for a car that I can't use. The car just broke down. It's just like shit the bed or something like two months after they bought it. And of course the car wasn't like brand new or anything. So it must've had existing problems. And these people would cry on the phone. Like my work is so far away. I can't get there now. I can't afford, I can't afford this. Like I, I need to cancel it, but I'm oh, sorry. Like we can't cancel it. It's in, you, you, like you're in debt to us. People crying, bro. People fully saying that they've got depression because of this shit. This is what materialism does to people in this age. Do a little practice with me now. And I like, think in your mind, like what items is there that you're striving for? Is there something very specific? Because just know, I'm not going to cite the research, but maybe you can trust me. Maybe you can look at the research. Just know that the research just showed that whatever we expect, we're always left unsatisfied when we buy an item compared to an experience. If in your mind, the major things related to buying something, right? If it's an experience, if it's a trip, if it's traveling, if it's, I, I don't know, but you know, if it's a good experience, fantastic, bro. I'm not gonna lie, I get them too. Sometimes I'll think, visualize something like traveling. I visualize be it like you know, spending money on like a certain experience, like going to a coffee shop or something and buying food, right? I think that's generally the research shows that that actually has quite a high ROI. But products, 
items, materialism does not. We think that we're going to be so much more happier after we get the car or the, and the watch is another one. The watch for every fucking guy who starts making money and gets a Rolex like a fucking dickhead. I'm telling you right now, when I, when I did coaching, there was two wealthy fucking, like wealthy, wealthy guys. And the way that one of the guys, like he almost became like a little bit of a coach for me in this, like I, I was helping him with like fitness. And of course, like he was like wealthy, successful, he's got two houses. I won't say like what company he works for because he's, he's kind of up there now. Good man. But, um, he would give me like little life lessons every time we'd go on a call and it, he'd just passively say like, oh yeah, like Hamza, I've, I've had all the, the, the supercars and he'd name them, like he'd name them as if I knew them, I'd just blank out the Bugatti 7, I don't know what the fuck he was saying, bro, but it's like the watches and the Rolex and the Imani and then this and he went, did not change my life one single bit. He said he still got like one or two of the cars just like sat in his garage for no reason. It's just a distraction. We are seeing the new age of entrepreneurs who avoid this type of shit because the amount that you can save in your entire life if you don't get the stupid fancy car that's based on like small dick energy. Like, oh, like I'm, I feel pretty worthless, but hopefully someone will look at me. They'll turn their neck to look at me and then I'll feel good about myself with the watch. Hopefully someone makes eye contact with the watch and I feel good. If you avoid that type of bullshit, the amount of money that you can have for beautiful experiences just goes up significantly. The same, honestly, is said with like a house when you're young. The amount of young people I speak to and it's like, oh yeah, like Hamza, I'm trying to get out. Like, what the fuck? Like, to be honest, for a young average person, it's a pretty good goal. Obviously, if you're watching this type of video, you're trying not to be average. So it's like, we're not going to get a fucking house. We're not 20s, stupid as fuck. But like, I can understand that it's actually a pretty good goal for like average people who have went down the standard, like small dick, medium sized dick energy of like, oh, career. And you know, I'll get, I'll get a house on mortgage. Because that makes them feel successful. I've got a house, I've got a car and I've got like a career that pays me 35, 40,000 pounds per year. That's like society's fucking ideal of success in this modern day. Whereas there's a fucking 14-year-old TikToker who makes that per month. And then she invests the money. Like, we're in this fucking new age of entrepreneurship. This is, like, it blew my mind. I was doing a visualization this other day. And I got so grateful that you can literally see people who have made all of, like, the framework for success. And it's, like, it's so... How do you explain it? It's, like knowledge and wisdom has been so curated and it's just available online for free no one has an excuse to be an ignorant ignorance of the facts of how to become successful no one has an excuse not to be a success in this day or unless if they specifically say i don't want to i don't give a shit fair enough absolutely fair enough but the thing is the majority of people want to be a success the majority of people like the those lower end people are more materialistic than everyone else they want more money there is no excuse for ignorance because all of the information and the wisdom is out there and you're seeing it from better men than me who are saying okay avoid these things and do these things and like every all of the rich guys have already made all posts and articles and all this shit they've all like they've been studied and they've all ended up saying shit like okay materialistic stuff doesn't make you happy there's no roi in buying something that's materialistic Peel back the layers. Like, what is it that you actually want from this materialistic purchase? If we say this dream car, you you are a pussy. If you've got a dream car, you're you're a pussy. But you're you're more. You're like you're a loose pussy. Even well, that's the worst thing, bro. Come on, you're a loose pussy. If you argue with this fact and you're like, oh no, but the dream car's got like it's my passion, Hamza. Fuck you. 
say you're a pussy. Say you're a pussy and you you just want to get a car because you've got small dick energy, and I'll respect you a bit more. But the people will then will come with this rationalization where they'll they won't admit what it's for. The dream car, the watch, that type of shit. It's because you want more love from your community. That's exactly what it is. Fuck you with this idea of like, oh no, but it's uh, I'm really into cars, Hamza, and this one's got the, the zero to sixty in seven seconds or some bullshit, bro. You're rationalizing, you're coping. If you can put your hand up and say, what what truly do we want from materialistic purchases like this and the watch and the suit and everything? We just want the love and respect from other people. That usually when you really peel back the layers and you do some levels of journaling and introspectiveness, that's usually the ultimate goal of everything that you do in life. A lot of people have this cope where they say like, oh no, but I'm doing it for myself. But it's like, you just, you haven't peeled back the layers enough. I can tell you don't journal. I can tell that you've never like sat there and interest, like being introspective and asked yourself, why am I doing this for myself? Oh, well, uh, because you know, it, it feels really good to, to be muscular. And then when I see myself in the mirror, then I smile, why? I, I smile in the mirror because I look attractive. Why? Because if I look attractive, then maybe other people will like me. And you can shortcut that process and save all that money and fucking invest it in your freedom away from this type of like fucking rat race instead of keeping yourself locked in. Let me say that again. You can shortcut this process. Get the love and respect of more people, which I'll teach you to do. It's kind of simple. All of the money that you were going to spend in your life on materialistic purchases, the dream fucking card, the dream, like, you know, status symbols, save all of that, invest it, and have that as your capacity to be free away from a life of forced work. That is where true, true happiness and well-being and, like, prosperity for a human being comes when you can have complete, like, autonomy over your schedule when you don't need to work on a certain day. Make money. Save it up until there's a good investment to be made. Invest it. Materialistic purchases are not an investment. They've got such low ROI, but it's like it, you know, it, it gets what it gets what a lot of people want, which is just that love and respect from random people because they turn their heads and you know it's this visualization where it's like, oh, you know, but the one time a girl from the gym walks out at the same time as me and she sees me in a nice car, she might like me and I might finally get the the hole in my heart. Patched up a little bit because I don't love myself. And really there's two things, right? I'm working on the self-love as well, so I can't give you too much advice, but I would assume that you heavily, you, you need other people's love and validation a lot less when you've got a lot of your own self-love. And it's basic as fuck advice. Everyone's gonna say this, right? Oh, to get self-love, do self-improvement and work hard and go to the gym. Bullshit, does not work like that whatsoever. Like, I've got the body. I've got the money. I'm telling you right now, so like maybe everyone's different from me or something, but I'm telling you, it doesn't seem like self-love comes from achievements, external factors. It has to be something that's 100% consistent during anything, during every action that you do. It is consistent, 100, like mostly 100% for the people who've had a very healthy, happy, safe home life where their parents showed them a very consistent self of love because they, essentially we love ourselves as our parents did. If your parents loved you all the time, very, very nice, consistent, then you'll probably feel the same way. If your parents loved you in very fragile and out, like, you know, they violently out, would outburst, then they'll come in and apologize and make you feel good and then they'll take you out for ice cream and then three days later, they'll beat you ass. You'll love yourself in a very similar, like toxic, sort of like up and down roller coaster way. This is that side note, but like that's just something I'm realizing. It's like self love doesn't come from shit you buy. It doesn't even come from things like going to the gym. I, I I'm tapping slowly into it, 
with like more therapy and everything, but it, it's not from the basic self-improvement stuff. But really, what we want from this type of shit is that social validation. And you can shortcut that simply through improving your social skills. And there's no, like, you shouldn't be upset or resistant to this. As soon as I mentioned to improve your social skills, a lot of people throw up the excuse and they're like, oh no, it's not worth my time. It, it, I'm making money, I'm too busy, I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't care about making friends, I'm the lone wolf and everything. But you gotta understand, like, you're the lone wolf who's working this hard so that he can get a car so that people pay attention to him and he doesn't have to be the lone wolf anymore. How about you, you not be the lone wolf right now? Don't get into bad, stupid habits with bad friends, get into drugs and partying too much or anything with the bad friends, fine. But I learned how to make everyone around you at least more of a friend than neutral or foe. We walk around and everyone's pretty much neutral. Every now and then you see someone who's automatically placed in the friend category because they're just so happy they smile at you and you know that this person's probably not gonna fucking rape you or stab you or something. So most people are neutral, some people are friends. Some people, a lot of people, to be honest, depending on your level of anxiety, we place them in more of the spectrum of foe, of enemy, depending on how they look at you, how they're shaped. Maybe they remind you of someone who hurt you when they're younger. The pursuit of life with the majority of things we do is just to push as many people on this spectrum to this side of friend. And doing that in such a silly, small dick way of this dream car of the the, the weird woman who says that she's, she's wanted to be married all, day, all of her life. It's all in a pursuit to push it this way. Why wait your entire life to do that and do it in a way which is so superficial and so temporary that everyone's your best friend on your wedding, everyone really, really cares about you, everyone's your best friend when you've got like a, a nice car or something. You want social validation, improve your social skills, learn to be like way more friendly. Like I can't even like short, uh, shortly conclude social kill skills training. You can literally just go online and like read five different books and watch a bunch of like different classes and everything on it and you'll get way better. It's just a bunch of the fundamentals is the most important thing. It's the body language, the eye contact and smile and that's like probably 80% of social skills. You focus on them instantly when you go around places like people will smile and laugh and like just be so warm towards you. They'll point their feet at you and everything. You'll notice their body language being so warm and open instead of like cold and hostile. That's what we've wanted all this time. For the love of God, don't fucking spend your money on some bullshit fucking dream car with this idea like, oh, but everyone's going to validate me. Everyone will validate you if you're just a nice social person. Mwah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.